0: Welcome to the Photography Adventures podcast. You like photography? I do too. And this podcast is all about photography. No technical information here, but hey, there's no right or wrong, yes or no answers. It's all about what you feel. So pull up a chair, grab some coffee or your favorite drink, and let's chat about photography.
1: Welcome to Photography Adventures with Renee L. Ferguson and
0: Don D. Hester.
1: Today's episode is season 3, episode 42. Explain your workflow. Every photographer has a plan, has to plan, to plan, prepare, create, and have some sort of workflow for every photo session. In this episode, we will be discussing what our workflow is for our adventures as well as our separate photo sessions. We will discuss what happens when we have prepared correctly and what happens on those days when we have not.
0: Hmm. Hello Dawn, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you doing
1: today? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. I'm still hanging in here.
0: That's that's all we can do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you ready to discuss our workflow? Yeah, let's do this okay so when we prepare for or let me ask you this when you prepare for your photo session what is your pro- thought process for your adventures whether um, personal or business
0: okay I think for me they basically the same process uh-huh. um, and it's based on what I'm planning on shooting and you know if I need tripod or filters, you know, bigger camera bag,
1: Mm -hmm. clothing,
0: which is so, so important, you know, do you need to carry extra boots, you know, things like that. So, you know, I guess for me, whether it's personal or business, it's kind of mixed Mm -hmm. because I'm more, you know, yeah, yeah, I'd say that's basically the same thing, just what, what it is, what it, what it depends on.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. So for me, if I was talking about gear, so um, business-wise, I do portraits. So I would prepare differently, different types of lenses, and maybe Mm -hmm. even different equipment. I probably won't carry off-camera flash or anything like that um, with me. Well, I know I don't. When we do um, landscape photography for our adventures, um, and I do carry... Well, I really do carry different things. When I go out with you, it's as light. I'm trying to be as light as possible because we do do walking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, if I'm like on on location or something like that, I may have to take a C stand or you know all that different equipment to set up. Mm -hmm. You know, to take a portrait. If it's outside, I don't necessarily carry um, a back. backdrop but I have I have portable backdrops and things like that so I adjust my gear that way. Mm -hmm. Um but for us when we go to plan um for our adventures we find interesting places to go to um and then I also, for my thought process is what will we learn wh- when we're there? How can we document these places and what's the theme? Because sometimes I may just shoot, um, like depending on what area, I may just try to shoot birds. Mm-hmm. Not shoot them, but take photos of them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, or I may go macro, look for, you know, different plants and flowers and things like that. Or even insects. I know that's not what you do, but... I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, or sometimes I may just be looking at the whole area in general, mm-hmm. and based on that type of thought or theme, that's when I just, you know, what equipment I'm going to bring and what, what, where my mind will go.
0: Right, right. And to go back on that a little bit, and I think we discussed that, and this question was kind of like little. <laughs> confusing for me. I'll put it that mm-hmm. way. So like, if I go out and shoot an event, of mm-hmm. course, you know, my bag might be a little bit heavier because, you know, mm-hmm. I have a flash, extra battery for the flash and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times we go out whether for our fun or just me personally, I like telling stories. So I like my blog. So right. if we're out there and I'm like, I can do a little story about this and mm-hmm. I'll look at it differently or it's a place that I've want, been wanting to go, then I'm like, okay, I need some, these pieces because I've always wanted to shoot this. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times if we, I might throw my tripod in the car just in case, mm-hmm. but in an open where we go, we might say, okay, we're going to go here, here, here. So I might bring just that one bag that one sling bag, because even though we might mm-hmm. end up going out shooting using our tripods and then we walk down the street, that bag's still not going to be heavy. hmm You know, so I look at it, look at it that way.
1: Yep. And yep. that depends on whether I take, I have a little bag that I hook a dolly under. I can hook my little backpack to that and I'll drag it, depending on how long we're going to be, because I don't care. It's, if we're going to go to an area where I know there's going to be wildlife or... Mm-hmm. Um, more so birds than wildlife because I don't deal too well with wildlife. Mm-hmm. I like to look at on TV but not.
0: But <laughs> well, when we went to the museum you had right. your wagon and that was convenient mm-hmm. because we
1: did a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. So that'll it's based on whether I take the wagon or my dolly or if it's going to be where I know we're not going to go too many places and I don't carry that heavy heavy gear then just a sling bag will be fine with me. Okay, so how do you create your plans?
0: Okay, I know a lot of times people think I, I do macro, landscape, sports, and all that, but I every now and then I shoot events. Mm-hmm. And before I really got into shooting events, I had to figure out what exactly it was. So what I do, excuse me, I go and do research, find out what, I, what type of work I need to shoot, and maybe I listen to um, some YouTubes, find out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what type of uh, shooting I should do at an event, my turnaround time to get the images back to the person because the event and I think, like 72 hours, that event gone, they gone on to the next thing. So I know it's all about my speed. So mm-hmm. I look at it that when I'm shooting, try to make everything kind of good so when I come back to edit, I can sync all my yeah. corrections like that.
1: Okay, well, for me... Um... I kind of brainstorm when I think um, about... All right, just to give you an example, I have a a project that... It's just a personal project that I have, and it deals with um, colorism. So what I do is for each individual that I'm going to take photo of, I'll actually go through and get ideas on what that theme what is for um, that particular shoot. Mm-hmm. i go to Pinterest, and I find ideas on whether it's the makeup, whether it's the hairstyle, the type of clothing, that kind of thing, what type of poses. And then I put them all in a... a, a, a I create a board on Pinterest, but mm-hmm. I keep it secret so that it's just for me. Mm-hmm. And then I look through all of those things and then I tweak that my way. So I, it's just a board to give ideas for. Even every every photo shoot, every portrait um, session that I do, I do that for it. Maybe it's a color theme or maybe it's, you know, the style of, of like, if they're using suits or things like that, maybe, it, maybe men. Mm-hmm. I go through and find um, styles of, um, like, Say, for instance, there's one guy, he want, he had a long beard. And I wanted, I hadn't taken any photos of anybody with a beard like that. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I went through Pinterest and found bearded men, portraits mm-hmm. of bearded men. And I found different um, ways they hold their beard, different ways they position their head, that kind of thing. And that helped me, once he got here, it helped me get an idea on how shoot him properly, well, take fo- photos of him properly.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: But I just get ideas from Pinterest and then I tweak them my way.
0: Mm-hmm. So I don't
1: mm-hmm. use exactly what they're doing.
0: Right. Just get that vision.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So how do you prepare your gear? Um, is there a certain way that you prep your gear um, to get ready for a shoot?
0: Um. Well, I always clean my gear, mm-hmm. if you mean that. Um. Of course, when I get back home, anyway, I always clean it. That way, it's mm-hmm. kind of less work. If you got to grab and go real quick, it's already right. kind of prepared. And things like that. <laughs> so I always, you know, take care of that. Um. Even your SD cards. You know, I try not to use the same ones over and over. I always try to um. Uh, interchange them. You know different ones, I used to number them, but you know, it got to the point now that, 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 not, that that's not even worth <laughs> it. But I have enough where I can, you know, switch them out here and there, here and mm-hmm. there, things like that.
1: Is there any certain products that you use
0: for cleaning my gear? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I just use the um, the air blower. Because it all depends on what what the situation is, how bad mm-hmm. it is. And knock on wood, it never gotten that bad, even right. if I'm out on the beach in the sand and everything like mm-hmm. that. Because I think a lot of times, try to shake a lot of it off before you put it back in your gear and put it, I mean, in your bag mm-hmm. and, and you put it in the car. Or, you know, get some kind of cleaner or maybe sometimes just a little bit of warm water. Sometimes just wipe it down, not that much. Maybe some pieces of the gear, I might put a little alcohol on it, but not much of it. You mm-hmm. know, or the lens cleaner, you know, and if you don't have it, just some nice soft tissue, cloth, nothing mm-hmm. rough. Not to like scratch. Like microfiber. It. Yeah, not to scratch anything. And if you don't have that, just try to find something nice and cloth. You know, soft. Mm-hmm. You know, just like I remember growing up, you know, we used to use old towels and stuff to clean your car. Mm -hmm. And you want the old, soft ones. Mm -hmm. So, something like, if you can find something old and soft, if you can't get a micro cloth, do something like that, and just use that just for that particular item like that.
1: Okay. That works. So, for me, I use, um, I have a lens cleaner. Um, Mm -hmm. I use, I bought this. Well, for Nikon, I bought this little Nikon lens cleaner. Mm-hmm. So I have that. But then I also use what is called, um, to like you're saying, the blower. I use, um, it looks like a little rocket.
0: Yeah, that's what we're talking about.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a rocket blower. So mm-hmm. I use that. But then I also use what's called a lens pen. And mm-hmm. on one side it has a little brush. And then mm-hmm. the other side has like, I guess that micro piece of cloth or something is on the tip of there and i have i bought a kit and it has different sizes to it Mm -hmm. so it's got little teeny one little tiny ones up to something that's about the size of a dime maybe um and i use that in a circular motion for the lens part um i wipe off everything now with us being around people um i don't necessarily i use um Maybe a Clorox wipe on the outside. Don't use it on the lens, of course, Mm -mm. but like, you know, the lens caps and stuff like that. I will wipe them off and let them dry out and then put them back on so that they aren't contaminated, so to speak. You're out there, so you got to clean stuff off. I do do that. Um, I'll clean it all up and put it back in the bag. And if I know I've got a different type of shoot, I'll go ahead and put that equipment in the bag for the next shoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you carry backup gear or a lot? Well, let's try this. Do you carry a lot of gear?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a flat-out no. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to
0: carry what I need. I mm-hmm. uh, just try to make things light. And like I said, I read this article in the magazine years ago. And this guy talking about using one lens, he used it for a year. Mm-hmm. Take that one and make it work. And I've always followed that. Excuse me, I always follow it, but I try not to carry. Cause sometimes you get carried away. You carry too much and you don't use half
1: mm-hmm. of it. Yep. I, I can relate to that. I remember when I was um back when I first started my book project, I did not know, I wasn't refined at, you know, to the point where I knew exactly. How I wanted everything to look. So I carried, well, was what my husband said, everything in the kitchen sink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. did. I carried all this gear, and it's like, oh, well, I'm not gonna use that. I'm not gonna use this. Maybe I'll use that. But then I had too many choices,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it made my my mind was jumbled right. trying to figure out what well, to use this. But then once I got things refined, um, I had worked it out with a mentor. And once I got things refined, I know exactly what to carry, what not to carry. It was easy, set things up easily, put it up and then use, you know exactly what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. And then from that point on, I didn't carry nowhere near as much as much gear. Now, if I go on a shoot, I know exactly what I'm taking. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. And then if I, it's a different look, I know just oh grab this one modifier or maybe a couple modif- additional modifiers for a different look. But I've gotten it sealed down now to the point where I know exactly what I'm gonna but carry.
0: It takes time to to get there. It does.
1: It does. It takes time
0: to get there because a lot of time we think oh we gotta buy all this gear when we get into photography mm-hmm. and we realize like I really didn't need all that gear. But that's mm-hmm. just how we do. You know. Mm-hmm cool
1: um, do you carry backup gear
0: it depends it depends on how far I am from home if okay. I'm under two hours no because I know I can go back mm-hmm. and shoot it if it's more than that you've been, yeah I'll carry I'll carry backup gear but at a certain distance I'm right, like nah I can come back and do it another time
1: mm-hmm. for yeah. me portraits yeah I carry backup gear I've, I've had failures oh well yeah yeah <laughs> but that makes sense though I mean now, if
0: I was doing something where it was a, a project for somebody then that'd be a different story mm-hmm. but most of the time when I'm out there I'm just shooting basically for me so okay. it was like eh I could go back and do it again
1: so one more do you carry extra lens just in case even if it's that less than two hours oh yeah
0: I carry one one
1: okay <laughs> I carry one. <laughs> I carry one. Okay. I ain't playing.
0: I carry one lens, and I make sure it's the same diameter diameter of the other lens. Mm-hmm. Then that way I can use the same filters. Okay. And normally my backup lens is a prom lens.
1: Okay. For me, I mean. um, it just depends on the theme I've set for the day. Um, If it's wide angle or something like that, I may want to change the perspective and I may do close-ups and things like that. So depending on what I want to shoot or where we're going, if I know that there might be flowers, I may take a micro micro lens so that I can get a close-up shot or something. Um, Because most of the time it's outside, so... If I know mm-hmm. there's going to be a wide area that I can shoot a landscape on, then I'll carry a wide-angle lens. But if I know that there, this particular place will have flowers or something like that, or maybe um, things that are closer, close, close-up, then I mm-hmm. may go ahead and just bring a um, a macro lens with me. Okay. Or a micro lens?
0: I don't carry mine that much unless I'm going out shooting, but I have used other lenses that get pretty close. I've done it mm-hmm. a lot. And uh-huh. if I'm out there and say, like, I want to do a, um, a landscape and I've only had, like, the prime, I just shoot vertical and stitch it later. Okay. I'm going to make it work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds good.
0: <laughs> Take what you got and make it work. Uh, you know, so, just you make mm-hmm. it vertical and you shoot your panel. and stitch right. it Right.
1: Sounds good. It? Now, you have to use your tripod for that, though, right? Or do you?
0: If oh, I've handheld it. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: See, she's telling you she's just that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> See? See, I tell you. Go look at her webpage. <laughs> if
0: i you know, out there and I'm like, oh, man, I want, it. I want that. Mm-hmm. Then I always my first shot could either be my hands or my feet, and my last would uh-huh. be my hands or my feet, so I know in between is what you know I shot for the what band. You looking for? And I just vertical and I just shoot all the way around. Cool, but it all depends on your, your settings. Now, if I have uh-huh. a tripod, it's something different, and then on the right. tripod, I know some people got the accessory where it clicks for you. Uh-huh. I just Shoot it on the leg in between the legs and then the next leg in between the legs and go all the way around like that.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. I <laughs> learned something again today. <laughs> <laughs> I always learn something from Dawn. <laughs> I no, watch her and see what she's doing. I might like, not ask her initially, What you doing over there? <laughs> I no, just so watch I first. Know what you saying. <laughs>
0: I'm just dreaming. No, <laughs> she good, y'all. <laughs> I, I'm always learning.
1: <laughs> so am I. Always
0: <laughs> learning. And that's not a bad thing.
1: Mm-mm. No. no. Not at all. So, what do you do once you're on location? What goes through your mind once you're on location? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not (laughs) racist, so I know you've got something different. Um,
0: (laughs) One thing I try to do that a lot of photographers don't do, we don't enjoy what we see. We always go Mm -hmm. in automatically, look around real quick, where you're going to start at, and you get your gear together, Mm -hmm. and shoot, shoot, shoot. So what I've been trying to do is enjoy the view. And then after that, if you and I together, if you go left, I'm going right. Right. And then mm-hmm. eventually we'll cross each other, we'll change mm-hmm. sides and do it that way. So I always try to slow down a little bit, enjoy that view before I start. Because we don't we do not do that. No. We're so mm-hmm. busy, shoot, 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 shoot. Like mm-hmm. when you go with your birds, you love your birds. And I know you're oh, trying to you get have to, to be very patient image. for that. Yeah, you're trying to get your image because they go by so quick, but you mm-hmm. very seldom get a chance to enjoy that bird.
1: True. Unless there's one that just sits, but sometimes they're just not. Yeah. You know, you gotta be quick with it. I mean yeah. the the area itself, when you sit there, you have to be very patient because you don't know what's gonna show up. Right. So you just and you, sit and watch. But you know
0: your birds. You know, mm-hmm. me, I just go shoot. If I'm, I'm out there, and I'll shoot them, and i ask you later, what was that? And you tell me what it is. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know. What about yourself?
1: For me, I assess the area. Um, I'll just give you an example. Um, when I do photo shoots on location, especially those that are out of town or I haven't been to that location, mm-hmm. what I'll do is I tend to, when I first get there, when I'm setting up gear, I assess everything. I look at everything. And I don't know if people notice it, but I'm actually figuring out what's the best spot to take a photo Mm
0: -hmm.
1: at the time. I'm steadily moving, steadily setting things up, but I actually scroll through everything. Mm -hmm. This might be a good spot. That might be a good spot. But I also talk to the person, talk to them, find out, you know, what's going, you know, how they are, that kind of thing. Small talk. I right. watch, and then I watch their mannerisms, things like that, mm-hmm. so that when I do set up to go take their photo, I can remember portion of a conversation that I may be able to bring back to elaborate on, and then I can draw emotions or smiles that I saw. Or a certain tilt in her head or whatever or laughter mm-hmm. you know I can go back to that spot because I know okay that's a happy spot for them because I saw them laugh about this area mm-hmm. so I can always go back and bring it now um I set up my gear in a certain way all the time so that you know I can um I don't forget Mm-hmm. So once I'm on location, I do those certain things a certain way. So I don't forget how I, you know, um, I don't forget something. Right. That's right. what. Right. But when you say enjoy the area, sometimes I can and sometimes I can't depending right. on. And that's,
0: and that's different <laughs> from landscapes
1: mm-hmm. versus. <laughs> Portrait.
0: When I shoot events. And, you know, sometimes you go in these uh, convention rooms, the light is jacked up. It's never mm-hmm. beautiful light. Right. And thank goodness for the quality of these cameras. You're like, I'm not going to try to deal with the flash. hmm I'm going a, I'm to a pop that bad boy ISO up. Way up. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you know, because the technology of the, of the cameras now mm-hmm. is, is beautiful because the lights are never right. You know, they got these small lights and then people got the glasses and you're trying to balance it. And, mm-hmm. and the past few that I've done, it's been available light. It's just been available wow. light. Because, you know, I like do... you said, you, you know how it is you go in those places. all dark and gloomy. Mm-hmm. And they always been like that. <laughs> 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 You've know, never seen a play, you know. And it, and it, and it's nice to know available lights. Say you do an event, and of course you know the speakers. You're gonna shoot mm-hmm. them, and you know that podium's never under the right light, or it's right. like, this, can you kind of move it over a little bit? They don't want to mm-hmm. move it; they want it right. like that. And you like you got to get those images. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the flash makes matters worse. To me, they make matters right. worse. And like I say, you go available and you pop up the ISO mm-hmm. and you, you know, open your lens up wide open. Just pray. <laughs> so
1: Seriously. with you saying that, now I understand. But when you, with you, with you saying that, what type of settings do you go through your certain camera? I mean, do you go through your camera and make sure there's certain settings um, is there a process that you use once you get there to shoot an event?
0: Now, I purchased the sixteen to eighty lens, Fuji. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like a mid compared to the what is that? The twenty four one.
1: The forties. There's the twenty four to seventy, and then there's twenty four to one twenty.
0: Twenty four one twenty. It's kind of similar to that, and mm-hmm. it's only f four. F four ain't okay. much. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. nothing there. So with that, I know I got to boost up the ISO because, you know, not mm-hmm. only that, I'm looking and i shoot aperture and I'm okay. looking at my shutter and that thing a little slow. I'm like, that's not going to work because there's always mm-hmm. movement in people. And I do it that now, way.
1: Now, do you use like an auto ISO or something like that
0: um, to where I it fluctuates? Like, I have my camera set up with that now and that's been a lifesaver because you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about so it. Right. That, that does work. Um. And for the longest time, I ain't know that it was there, and I started doing some. You know how these cameras—they got so many right. folders in it and everything. Like, mm-hmm. And I saw that, so I got three of them on my uh, XH one, and I got different settings for okay. each one. So that works pretty good.
1: Cool. For me, um, when I go to set up my gear, um, I set the lights up in a certain way every single mm-hmm. time. Um, if I know the distance of where the person is going to be or the type of lighting, I'll set it at a certain footage. Um, your feet are always with you. You just figure out what that good setting is for you. And I have marked it off of my feet (laughs) in case I forget for, in case I forget, a, um, um, even though your phone has a measuring tape on it, Mm -hmm. um, even then I, My feet are always there, so I can set it up. People don't pay attention to me sometimes when I do that, but I don't make it obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is that I actually go through my camera. Um, Did I make sure um, my SD card is there? Do I have an extra one? Um, In case that one looks like it's going to fail, did I put it in the backup? Um, Then I go through my camera settings.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I may have shot the last time my ISO might be... High for the last time I shot, did I make sure that that ISO was back down? Mm. Did I make sure I took it out of maybe I was shooting with a, um, what do you call it? Um, self-timer. Make sure that self timer is off. Because I've done that before. I go to take a picture and I was like, oh god my camera's not working. And then it goes to click off. Oh, okay. wait a minute. Self-timer. <laughs> that kind of thing. So I actually go through my camera to make sure it's back to what I call is, um, start settings mm-hmm. um, and then I tweak it from there um, I also make sure my um, light meter works and then I do have extra batteries for my camera as well as maybe the accessories that I'm using mm-hmm. so make for instance um, the trigger that's on the top make sure those batteries are working and then my light meter batteries are working that kind of thing, that all goes through my head mm-hmm. when I first you know, go to shoot mm-hmm. okay, okay so, when you've all finished with your um, photo session, you go home and you sit down to put your images on the computer. What do you use to organize your photos?
0: What do I... Well, what I first do, I, uh, I still use Photoshop Bridge a lot. Okay. Um, once I download them, to a working file, I go into bridge and that's when I rename them. Rename them, make sure my copyright information, all that stuff, I want to rename them. And then I go into capture one and do my editing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then, um, because I still feel more comfortable going to Photoshop for cloning and things like that to get away, Mm -hmm. I go back into Photoshop and if I need to make prints, I print through Photoshop okay yeah
1: so i have both i have lightroom and i do have capture one i'm trying to get away from lightroom but i've used it so long it's comfortable if i have to do something quick then but if i can have time then i'll go to capture one because it does to me it renders completely different Mm -hmm. um I'm in the process of moving from one to the other, but I haven't totally gotten there. hmm Um. But I do use both. hmm
0: hmm
1: So well, I used to how- use Lightroom.
0: But <laughs> one of the well, one of the um cameras I had purchased, they weren't up and ready for that camera for Raw. Oh, uh, okay. And um so what I did because I like shooting raw, I was editing in uh, Camera Raw, which mm-hmm. made me learn Camera Raw a little bit more. Okay. And then once I found out about Capture One, and start playing around with it. I was just, I was just sold after that. And right. I haven't even downloaded Lightroom anymore, <laughs> you know. And it's uh-huh. like, but you know Photoshop and Camera Raw is still still right It's still right there. Mm-hmm. It's still right there. I mean, I yeah. didn't mean to cut you off, but it was in my That's mind. okay.
1: So how do you back up your images? Do you use online? Do you use um, external hard drives?
0: External hard drives. I have a, I call it my working external hard drive, which is right here by my camera. I mean, my uh, mm-hmm. computer. I download from there, and then I have two backups, but I try to at least back up on one of them, mm-hmm. and I back up. And I try to be doing that a little bit better because I kind of slacked off of that because a lot of times my images are still on my SD card for a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, so what I've been trying to do is make sure I download on these, one of the two other external hard drives that I have.
1: Okay. Yeah. So what I do, instead of deleting the de- the card itself, I do keep them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I buy, once my card's, I don't I don't clear them I leave them as they are and I have a case that I put those in mm-hmm. um I'll just buy a new SD card for the next shoot or whatever I know it's a they don't cost that much but it in it, it I've lost so many images on hard drives before I just don't take that chance mm-hmm. now I do have extra hard drives and then I keep one that's like um uh, like a 4 terabyte if I'll save it on one mm-hmm. and then immediately save it on a different one so I have at least two backups and then I also have um, the SD card so mm-hmm. I can always go back and revisit that and I do write on it what it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. at some point I've been thinking about it. We've talked about it. Um, I'm going to do online. I just haven't decided which one I'm going to use. I may use the Amazon one. I just haven't decided yet.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Okay. Okay. What is your editing process? Do you edit or do you retouch your own? Or do you oh, send yeah. them out? I do everything myself. Okay.
0: Yeah, I edit. I I do all that. I've been doing it for so long. You mm-hmm. know, just just automatic, you know, <laughs> in mm-hmm. about 24 hours, I'm like, okay, I got to see what I got. And I just start, <laughs> and just start working on them. And sometimes it's not, it's not that much to do. Thank goodness, knock on wood. It's just a little mm-hmm. thing, you know, because you know, right. like if you got a little dust here and there, you know where they are. And you just go clean them up and maybe straighten it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, basically I do. Yeah. You know, I do everything myself here.
1: I don't. <laughs> I used to. Um landscapes and things like that I do myself Mm -hmm. now when it comes to my portrait work I do send that out to a retoucher Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um I've got one particular retoucher that I use and I also have found a couple more just in case I've tested out with a couple more retouchers just in case my main one doesn't work or she's not available then I do have a couple others as a backup Mm -hmm. but most of the time all my um, unless it's something minor most of my portraits are all sent out okay um how do you do well if you how do you deliver your photos once you have them edited or retouched and to go to send to someone how do you do that What's your process?
0: Well, most of the time, I put everything on my website.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: if they want to go there and purchase, that's fine. But if somebody said, no, I want you to print it, mm-hmm. and they know my limitations are here, then I print them. Um, I have sleeves with a solid back, mm-hmm. and I put all them individual the sleeves to protect them. Okay. And I, I, if they're close by, I, I, you know, give it, I go to them and deliver them or if not. Then I box them up real tight and then mail them out that way. Okay. You know, I could get to the tubes, you know, roll them up and put them in the tubes. But mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I mean, I've got right. stuff that's been in tubes, but if I can get it and pack it all up, which is nice and flat, then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go that route
1: okay mm-hmm. um, for me now I used to do things where I use them I used to shoot proof mm-hmm. and what that is is a place where you can put your galleries up there people can go up there and look at your digitals and things like that but I have um, since changed my process I do more prints now as opposed to digitals
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then I'm working on consultations and things like that so that um unless you purchase the image from me or unless I'm doing something that's pro bono or something like that, then I'll just give them to the images, the digital images for, say for instance, I did a, a, um, a project for the church or something like that. Then I just mm-hmm. give them the digitals because I just don't, you know, it's, it just may be an agreement. But for um, paid work, I don't allow them to have the digitals anymore. I just don't give the galleries anymore because I've been, um, for lack of a better word, ripped off, mm-hmm. <laughs> so to speak. So mm-hmm. now, um, if you purchase the print, then I will give you the digital. Okay, um, okay for the most part I don't I have shoot proof and I do use it for certain certain things but I may end up getting rid of that because I'm not going to give those galleries out anymore so I don't use that so to give people digitals anymore I really don't but um, I do have them come and they get their own print mm-hmm. So
0: now like when I shoot an event, like, for example, Teresa, Teresa Holmes, mm-hmm. you know, um, sometimes she get them that night. Right. And if I can get her at least 10, then she can mm-hmm. get them out there. Because, like I said, you got right. 70, 72 hours when mm-hmm. the event is gone and she's gone to the next thing and everybody right. else is gone to the next thing. So I'll end up, you know, where am I at? If I'm in a hotel room a home, I go in, edit at least a good 10, and I send them to him right away. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once that's done, I can go back, take a deep breath, edit everything, and I'll just go ahead and give her the disc. And she can mm-hmm. use it for whatever she needs for her right. next promo mm-hmm. or anything like that. But when it comes to events, I, I get it out quick. Cause like right. I said, it's, it's dead in, the, in 72 hours. It's gone.
1: Mm-hmm. And people are
0: like, what was that? If you get them too late... <laughs> You know, then it's gonna hurt Mm -hmm. the person who put on the event because they won't be able to do what they wanted to do. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So (laughs) this is always a good one. Any stories or for your successes or mishaps during your workflow, photo shoots, whatever, anything that you gear failures, whatever, or Anything that you thought might work that worked out well? Something like that. No. <laughs> I guess, you know, my
0: thing is, you know, first of all, you know, get your gear together. You, you you hope your SD card's not an error on Right. Like you said, you have two. Well, not only I have two, because I got a backup, you know, two in my, two slots in my camera, I Mm -hmm. might have four more in my bag. Okay. You know, so you're hoping that there's no error with those because they do go bad. Mm -hmm. They will go bad. And you just hope that, you know, and maybe this from when I was working for a living (laughs) with the guard, (laughs) you know, seriously, with the the guard and the FBI, we went out there and did what we had to do. Boom, 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 boom came back, and you process your film, and you still, you know, you're like, oh, Lord, Lord, please, please. And once you see a negative, you like, then the sweat just comes out, and mm-hmm. you just worry about things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, now, one time this guy, he went out, and his lens and his camera jammed, and oh. he couldn't get the lens off, so he had to use the same lens. Now, when we he wow. came back, and we heard about that, they said, okay, Everybody have two of everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, it was, it's almost like other people who handled issues and we came back and regrouped mm-hmm. and hope and pray. And you just, for me, it just you just keep your fingers crossed and just go out there and do what you got to do. Even when I go out and do landscapes and everything, you know, I, I'm in a zone. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're safe. Right. You're over there. I know where you are. I see you in my vision. Mm-hmm. And I'm just doing me and I'm just, and that's it.
1: Right. You kind know, of boring, huh? <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> because you learn to carry extra gear.
0: Yeah. I always had extra mm-hmm. SD cards. And right. then I have about, right now, for my X-H1 and, and S-Series, four to six batteries. And I carry at least three. Right. But those SD cards, yeah, it might be two in that camera, but I got about four more in that bag. Yeah. <laughs>
1: 'Cause they do they 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 fail on you. They right. really do. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Mishaps. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> mishaps for me. Oh. I, I was like, help You always
1: have mishaps. So it's Joe McNally, but he's really good. <laughs> I'm just working to get there. <laughs> right. Okay, you say so. All right, go ahead. I'll leave that one alone. Go ahead. <laughs> so I had two things one um, I always get to a shoot extra 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 early and that's just in case something goes wrong Mm -hmm. everything doesn't go wrong on every shoot but in this particular one I was doing um, a shoot for a magazine cover and (laughs) I thought I charged well I plugged in My portable charger, the night before, I plugged it, um, um, my battery pack, plugged it in, and thought, okay, that'll be charged. That's ready to go. Put everything else in the bag. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Well, there's a little box that hooks from the cord. There's a box, and then there's another plug. Well, that plug wasn't plugged all the way in. So I'm Mm -hmm. thinking that my thing is plugged in, and -hmm. it's ready to go. So I get there to the the place, and it's not too far from where I live, but it's far enough. Mm -hmm. I get there, my daughter's with me, and I set up everything because I know where we're going to shoot. It's at least, once i got everything set up, it's at least an hour before the shoot, before Mm -hmm. these people are supposed to show up. Put all this up, and I go to, I look at the thing. And it doesn't go off. I'm like, what the world is going on? I look at the battery pack. It's not charged. Mm, mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. I plugged this in. But when I looked at the cord, I told my daughter to go back and get the cord because I forgot and left it to house. So she runs back and gets the cord, comes back. And the two pieces, the one with the little boxes and that little, it looks like an infinity piece, like an eight that hooks in there, Mm -hmm. wasn't plugged up. So, I'm so got was an
0: indoor,
1: out, This was an indoor shoot? Outdoor shoot. It's an outdoor okay, shoot. Gotcha. So, mm-hmm. I got a battery pack that's not charged, and I got a, a, a shoot in an hour mm-hmm. at this point. So, my daughter goes home. She comes back. She has the cord. I don't have the portable cord to put in a truck. And. I didn't want to use the inverter in there because I didn't want to mess with the battery. So I ended up where we were at a school location. So I ended up plugging it into a receptacle outside of the school oh, okay.
0: okay. That <laughs> to worked. charge it up
1: for an hour <laughs> mm-hmm. before these people got here. Um, it's not totally charged, but it's enough that I I'm like, OK. Don't use any unnecessary shots, because if you do, guess what? Your battery's going to drop. Mm-hmm. And I was able to pull it off, got the shoot done. But if I hadn't have gotten there early, right? oh, right. I would have mm-hmm. been up the creek without a pat or just shot natural light. But at that point, when I set it, sun's already going down. So mm-hmm. I set it at the golden hour. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well. But now, when I what I do is I make sure that all those connections are in there. I thought it was, but it was just slightly out mm, to where. Don't take much. No, it doesn't. Um, so that is one of the things. And then another thing it was just the OE. This is just an operator air all the way around. Go put the camera, put the, all my images up on. This is a different shoot. Put my mm-hmm. images up on the computer, and I'm looking at them. And everything's blurry. And I'm thinking to myself, and it's late. And I guess it's just because I was tired. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at them, I'm like, I cannot believe that I have all these blurry images. But it ended up being that my glasses were dirty. So <laughs>
0: okay, it must be really dirty.
1: That dirty they they were <laughs> I had smudges on them um and I just didn't, I picked up a set and didn't pay any attention uh. I put them on because <laughs> I've got more than one set and I right. just put them on and I'm like oh my god all my images but that turned out being okay it's just late tired and Dirty glasses, I guess. Yeah,
0: that's um, that's
1: scary. (laughs) That is really, but all my images were—I had enough images that that were in focus, so I'm good. I thought they Mm -hmm. were all out of focus, and I was like, "Oh, this sucks." (laughs) Wrong pair of glasses, right? Mm -hmm. Man, yeah, that's um, yeah. You said, "Man, my eyes that bad?" I thought they were. Wow. But, mm-hmm. That I was scared at first because I like, I can't believe I saw all these bad images, and then it turned out it, it, I didn't have lights on. I was just going by the computer, and I just mm-hmm. picked. I have several different glasses. I just picked one up, and put them on, and I just weren't paying no attention to it. And then I was like, when I took them off, I was like, well, they're in focus now, and I looked at my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> i like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that
0: that make you sweat.
1: Mhm, does that make you sweat. But that wow. turned out okay. Good, good. So, right. anything else? No,
0: nah, I can't think of nothing else.
1: No, me either. Well, I thank you all for listening. Thank you for continuing to come back and listen to our adventures. And if you have nothing else, I
0: have nothing else.
1: Okay, then y'all come back now. Thank you for listening in to Photography Adventures.
0: You can follow on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes and Spotify. Until next time, peace.